Hi, good morning. This is Blessing, and I'll be reviewing the second chapter of Unashamed by Christian King. The title of the chapter is The Power of Shame. Um, the, the, the chapter starts off by describing a scenario where a little girl is playing hide and seek with her grandmother, and she keeps hiding in the same location. And her grandma plays the role like she's looking for her and eventually finds her. And they enjoy this game, you know. And then Kristen King goes ahead to describe a scenario when she was in school and she was very intelligent and she always came tops in her class getting A's. However, her mother kept telling her over and over again that she wasn't going to get a good husband or get married or have boys like her if she kept being so successful and that nobody would want to marry someone so smart, so strong. And, and eventually, on her way back from school one day, she changed her A's to C's and she noticed that her mom was very satisfied with that. And so she found, found that she had to minimize her, her personality, her skills, her strength, just to make her mom comfortable. And um, I don't know if you've ever found yourself in those kind of situations, where you'd have to act smaller or be smaller or be less than you are just to fit in to, to something. So she's just exposing that expression. And she goes on to the Garden of Eden. And when God created Adam and Eve, you see that the first thing that he said about them was that they were naked and they were not ashamed. There, there were other terms he could have used to describe them, but it looks like he was drawing our attention to the fact that shame would become such a big deal and such a strong tool for the devil to use in making us act or behave less than we were created as God, like the bearers of God's light. So um, in describing that scenario, after Adam and Eve sinned, they felt ashamed and covered themselves with fig leaves and they hid from God. You know, and it, it, it describes how shame makes you feel. Shame tells you that there is something wrong with you. There is something wrong with your image. However, guilt tells you that you have done something wrong. You know, so guilt says here that you have done something bad or you have made a bad choice. However, shame tells you that you are bad and you had a mistake instead of that you have made a mistake. And um, it's, it's a tool of the devil. It is, we find ourselves feeling some kind of shame instead of guilt. So guilt is a pointer telling you that there's something that needs to be corrected, while shame tells you that you are the one that needs to be um, correct, that there's something wrong with you. And it's such a difficult, emotional, disgraceful pain that, um, that can prevent you from going ahead and doing what God tells you to do. Because if you have a wrong image of yourself, you really cannot forge ahead. And then she, she describes how sin actually solves so in a situation where someone has been hurt, both the perpetrator, the victim, and the witnesses are also um, hurt and sold by the guilt that it, it um, leads them to shame. And then there was a scenario where Emma had to describe her own situation of her parents um, having conflict in the home. Just watching her parents fight was enough for her to feel that much shame about her own upbringing and the kind of home that she came from that it affected her self-image and um 
there's an admonition just in the last part of the chapter about exposing shame to the light and that shame's power can be broken if it is um, exposed to the light and the key to exposing and unlocking shame is exposing the wrongdoing the wrong that has been done to you and the wrong that you have witnessed and god has seen all these things and he restores he redeems and he forgives and his love never fails and the the essence of this entire conversation is to lead us back to the image of whom god has created us to be irrespective of what we have experienced or witnessed thank you